Hello and welcome to Big Baby Sports. We got a very special edition podcast with two-time NBA champion Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace, how's it going, man? Welcome to Big Baby Sports podcast. Hey, man. It's so, so good to be with you. Everybody's in their studios. I'm driving. I'm not actually driving, but I'm in the car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that's the good thing about sports. You can talk about sports anywhere. And we're going to have such a good interview. Y'all going to forget I was in the car. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And uh, my other people right here next to me, JT. Aaron and Manny, how y'all doing tonight, man? Doing good. Always good. Always good. Always good. Just watching like a game and just ready to get the start. Yeah, ready to get the start going. And and today's show is sponsored by uh, Two Sixty Five Media and the Daniel Ortiz Podcast. And uh, yeah, Meta, uh, tell us a little bit about your X versus X app that you have going on right now. I mean, it's basketball, man. It's, you know, I'm just fortunate enough that I was able to play in the league for, well, play professional for 18 years. I'm 17. In the NBA, play one year, play one season in China, one season in um, uh, Italy, mm-hmm. and I wanted to. I actually wanted to play twenty seasons in the uh, NBA, but you know I, I've been suspended one, and then I thought I was good enough. I had eighteen points in the second half of my last game, um, so I don't know how many people yeah. score eighteen points in the second half, but I think that's pretty that's damn nice. good. So um, when when that happened, yeah. I said, you know what, I'm just going to travel the world, play basketball. Yeah. So I was going to develop an app. Where I can travel to like Croatia. I always wanted to play in Croatia, in Serbia, and Russia, but I wanted to be able to play games against good talent on demand. So I was building this app, and I figured I could sell tickets when I get to the cities. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of things came up at that time, a lot of different issues. And as I was building it, the Lakers called me back and uh, said I could try out for the team. So I stopped building the app in like 2014. Went to play for the Lakers for two years. And then I said, I, I want to come back to it because I think it's a good idea. Um, so over the last couple of years, we've been, you know, raised some money for the app. And, it's a, you know, it's empowering the players. You can pretty much create games anywhere. Um, you can create games anywhere. Um, it's so cool, man. Like, to hop on the leaderboard on X vs X Sports is so easy. All you mm-hmm. gotta do is create the game. Mm-hmm. That's it. Play against your uncle. Play against your nephew. Just get on the leaderboard mm-hmm. because once you get on the leaderboard, then everybody's gonna take notice. They gonna mm-hmm. see you. Some people signing up to the app. They don't even have a profile picture and they want to go to a game. And I'm just like, if we don't see your face. We can't invite you. You could be like, or you could be someone not that good. You could be uh, some someone that is. Um, Someone that is, um, let's just say, uh, just not, you know, you, you you might not even be who you say you are. Mm-hmm. Put your profile picture up <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so the game host can actually invite you. And then also put some content on your page. Put an image up. Right? Put a, video, put a little video up. And then that way you, you, you hop on that leaderboard. Then if you, you win 10 games, you win five games, then when it's time to do showcase games in your area, you'll get invited to these showcase games. So mm-hmm. you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to play against amazing competition to start on the app. Just invite mm-hmm. your friends. A park, you can play in your backyard, you can play on a crate. Because some people don't have the lu- the luxury of finding a basketball hoop, but they mm-hmm. nice. So you can literally put up a crate, play against some people, and just show it. And then show your skills, and then get invited to the showcase games mm-hmm. with celebrities and pros. And get more exposure. Mm-hmm. And that's what this app is for. It's totally putting the power in the people's hand 
uh, if you're a basketball player, um, if you want to, if you're a coach, you should set up games too. You could coach on this app. Um, you could invite people and hone your skills if you're a coach. Even if you're an agent or you want to be a f- aspiring general manager, uh, just imagine just imagine you want to be a coach and you're coaching adults. And you're actually competing, you know, against other people. You get to hone your skills and see where you're at. And you get to get exposure because you have a profile and it's going to show how many games that you want as a coach. Where normally, if you win games now, or if you're coaching, nobody can, nobody's going to know who you are. Mm. Right? Because... It's not a platform where it's not a platform out there right now where uh, you can keep everything in a central location. If you're a basketball player, a basketball enthusiast, mm-hmm. um, and even if you you know want to take pictures or, or even write about a game, you can literally uh, host a game, create a game, and you can write about the players. Just imagine being able to write about local players, how mm-hmm. good someone is. Mm-hmm. So this platform, obviously. We're not as big as some other platforms because these other platforms is raising 20, 30, 40 million dollars. And they just blowing it up. You know, we raised a total of 1.2 and it's a lot of money, but mm. you compare it to what these other sports companies is raising, they mm. raise hundred million dollars, fifty million dollars. So we we grind it organically. Um and we definitely grateful. So, you know, that's Edge versus Sports app for you. Um, and I don't know if anybody have any questions, but I, I have a question okay. about it. So can you like um, hit somebody up on that app and say, let's play one on one for money? Yeah, if you want to. <laughs> I stay two hours away from you, Temecula, California. So Are let's run it. Let's yeah, it. let's I do mean, it. We don't, really, have we don't really market like playing someone for money. Yeah. What we have is a place where if you're on the app, you see mm-hmm. a kid or a team, you know, that want to play ball. They should be on this app because you could donate five dollars to the account. You could donate a dollar. You could donate a hundred dollars, whatever you want. Just imagine, you know, having a team mm-hmm. in your old neighborhood, and they want to just go travel from you know, Chicago to Indiana. Mm-hmm. That's gonna cost a little money. So imagine if a hundred people put in two dollars or five dollars, and that's what the app. We, we understand that you know people need expense uh, registration fees, water, towels, bananas, oranges, you know, to survive as a basketball player. So right. yes, you can do that type of stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. You can direct message, you know, right? So you can, each game has its own group chat. So, you know, once you set up a game and you're in that game, you accept it. Everybody being a group chat. So, you know, you can trash talk or, you know, do whatever you want to do up in there. Um, but yeah. Go ahead, JT. Okay. Yeah. I just want to add a comment to, uh, to your app, uh, Meta. So, um, it's basically giving uh, you know a lot of basketball players you know like 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 they can go out there they can go play the look they can go play the game that they love, and that's that's great. Just like anything anything involving that, like it, like it helps out the community, it helps out you know players in general. You know like everybody like just me just just me playing basketball. Like I'll go out there, I'll go you know I'll go hoop, I'll go shoot, and like I love the game, so like I like I'll still go do it. So I, I really yeah, appreciate just, you. Even you like app. even like in Temecula, where you at, right? So let's, yeah. I mean. People think because we have a leaderboard that is only fit for the pros. If mm. you look on our leaderboard, you're gonna see females up there. And we, I'm going to a co-ed game at 8:30 actually today. Um, and, that's, and those are co-ed games, so it's all about having fun. And it's all about where else can you have a place where someone knows that you won a game, and it's not an organized game. It don't have no referee needed. 
Where mm-hmm. else can you do that at? So if you love the game, you know, you could potentially have the opportunity to pile up your wins. Uh, you know, you're talking about potentially three, four hundred wins right. in a year. And this is this, and that's what it's about. It's about being able to, you know, uh, 10 years from now, you can show your, your, your child like, look, I got 500 wins. I got I got a thousand wins. I got right now in the app. I got 22 wins. Mm. And I, I played 118 games. And I, I did wow. that in three months. You know, um, and, and, and some people on the app got like 50 wins, you know, and, and it's easy because you can, game could be seven, game could be 15, but where else, you can't even get your high school stats if you try, right? Where, you, where can you get your high school stats at if you played high school? So yeah. now you get a chance to really um, build your, build your record up, not, mm-hmm. not, not, not even being a pro, just being a, a recreational player and have bragging rights in your area. I, I think that's really cool and really fun for for the everyday basketball player. Right. Good, Aaron. Um, you know, uh, side, uh, side, I mean, obviously, I think the two, uh, the um, X versus S, X thing is awesome. And I saw that, I saw that it looks like you're a pro of teaching how people how to use the triangle, which is awesome. I mean, it's one of the best offenses. <laughs> I know. I love to come out in the li- <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, uh, it was well, great. One of my uh, question I got for you, uh, though, through the eyes of a basketball player this year, uh, how hard is it as a as an NBA player to stay motivated playing without fans in the building? I think that's I think is everybody's on an even playing field. I mean, I, I would say I would say um, that maybe twenty percent, you know, of the players are having a difficult time. If I had to guess, mm-hmm. and I would say the other eighty percent are on the same even playing field, right? If you love the game, I mean, your human body, you know, all you need is a court and a hoop. I mean, so many times mm-hmm. you play basketball with nobody in the gym. Mm-hmm. So with that mm-hmm. being said, you know, it's that that's, that's easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think um, if it's stressful, it's stressful for everybody. If it's fun, it's fun for everybody. Uh, me personally, I don't know. I think I would have had a good time up in there. Mm-hmm. But who knows? You know, the bubble's an interesting place. Yeah, go ahead, Manny. About this app, can you use it all around the world, or is it only exclusive to the United States? So right now, it's only United States, but you can use it in Canada, and we're going to be uh, expo- we're going to be taking this app um, around the world. Hopefully, after we gain some traction. But yeah, right now, you can only use it in the United States. Um, we're just trying to work out a few few things. We're in, we're kind of in beta still, honestly, mm-hmm. but we're working out a few things on the app. And then once I like it, then we're going we gonna to take it to the next level and just keep going. So, like, if I want to hoop with you in Montreal, like, uh, it's not going to work, eh? <laughs> I, I think it works in Canada now. I think the app does work in Canada. That's good. Are you in Montreal? Okay. Yeah. Oh, test it out. Download it and let me know, actually. <laughs> I should. I should. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the cool thing about it, if you're in Montreal and just say, like, you set up 10 games at your backyard with a peach basket, and, and you put those games in the app, and you show video, and and and, and as long as it's not like someone shooting an orange, you know, a piece of orange fruit in the basket. <laughs> yeah, obviously, we, we won't take the game down. But you know, if you if you win ten games, you'll be on that leaderboard. And it don't matter where you at. Um, you can be in Toronto. You can be the best. You know, out of Toronto and America, on that leaderboard, and that's where I like it because we don't need a pro to set up showcase games 
Mm-hmm. If you're on the wow. app and you're the best in Montreal, you're going to make that game. It don't matter your skill level. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? So we had one game where we put four pros, four influences, and then four of the best players on the app. And the game was competitive because even if you're not that skilled, if you love to play the game, you're going to compete. That's amazing. Against a pro, wow. right? Even if – let's imagine if you was in the NBA. You love, so you love basketball, I'm assuming. I love basketball. Diehard so Laker fan. And, and you play basketball. Sometimes. Sometimes. So if we put you on a court, well, you have to love it, but if we put you on a court with pros and you want to be there, you're going to play hard. Mm. Facts. Yeah, most definitely. Right? So I'm giving it all. Yeah. You're going to give it all, right? That's all just that like Kobe matters. would. That's all Facts. that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, you know, now let's get yeah. now let's get into some of the questions that we had for you, Meta. Uh, yeah, what is the more physical city, Chicago, New York, or LA when it comes to basketball? When it comes to basketball, um, well, Chicago is a tough place. Every city is mm-hmm. tough. Every mm-hmm. every place. Chicago's is different. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago's different, as we know, we see in the media. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I, I don't know if I played against many people tougher than me. I'm from Queens, New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's some people out there like Ben Wallace is tough. Uh, he's from Alabama, I think. You know what I'm saying? And uh, sorry, Roger Bell's tough. I don't know where he's from. Um, <laughs> Roger Bell's tough. You know what I mean? There's so many tough players out there. You know, uh, Andre Karolinko, he's from Russia. A lot of tough, you know, a lot of tough people. So it's, it's all about, you know, uh, it's all about what you're doing at that time. Or in that moment, mm-hmm. uh, we probably didn't see some of the toughest plays, and because we only see the ones that's in the NBA. Go ahead, JT. Okay, Meta. So, um, how did it feel getting? No, my bad. <laughs> how did it feel like playing with and against the best? Like I know, like I know you play with, with so many great, great players. How did the, How did that feel? Um, it felt it felt good. Play. I mean, when you're playing against the best, I, playing against Kobe was great. Right. You know, RB Kobe because you, you you knew he especially in Sacramento. That's yep. when I really got a chance to play against Kobe the most. Sacramento. I used to live in I used to live in Sacramento too, you know. And I saw you at the Safeway one time. You mean my brother. You know? Uh, okay. Way back Yeah, my yeah, and my brother was like, Don't talk to him, man. He's the enemy, he's a Sacramento King, it's Lakers and King, it's rivalry, man. Don't talk to him. It was all like fun know, and jokes man. and stuff. I, to, I remember when the Lakers used to come to Sacramento. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. And, um, they the, the whole the, the stadium you with the people in the stadium with the fans. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, we in Sacramento. If I see y'all rooting for the Lakers, are we gonna have issues, yo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, right. uh, it's it's competitive like, though. Fans, don't root for the Lakers here. Not exactly <laughs> I was a king. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to drown that out. Yeah, you and Kobe had those battles in Sacramento, L.A., even Houston, man. I remember you and him went into it, and then he elbowed you, and you're like, hit me in my throat again. I was like, oh, we're about to get some going, man. I like when you and Kobe That's go at it, guy. you know? You know, and, and you were talking yeah. to him. You were talking to him. He was at the free throw line. You guys were just going back. I love that competitive basketball. You know, I just love that back-and-forth talking. You know, you hit a three in his face. He's three in your face, just back-and-forth, man. I love that competitive basketball. I love it. Yeah, I know, man. Well, I mean, he got the better of it because, you know, Kobe's a scorer. Mm-hmm. I, I, my style of game was my style. I think his style was his style. So when you talk about entertainment, he always got the better because he was walking away with buckets. Mm-hmm. I, I had a. Yep. 
few good games. Kobe, uh, I played to get playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Take them to a game seven. Um, we actually had to beat them to get to the playoffs when I was in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of fun. And then we lost a lot of times to, to you know, to them. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, yeah. my, that's my that's my brother now. Yeah, yeah, Kobe, man. Go ahead, Aaron. You have a question for Meta? Aaron, go ahead. Yeah, I, I actually have two of them. I'm asking it also on behalf of one of our other uh, co uh, hosts of the show as well, Medina, who's not here. So, Mike, for my question, my second question for you is How much did Kobe help influence your game? And uh, her question was Game seven versus Boston. The last minute of the game, what was going through your head when you saw Kobe pass you the ball? Did you know you were gonna win, win it when he when, after hitting that shot? Well, when he passed the ball, I mean, I was ready. That's what basketball is about. I mean, mm-hmm. when you look at that series, game one, we win. I don't know. I had eight points, maybe ten, maybe twelve. I don't know. Game two, we look, we lose. Then we go to Boston. We up. Um, we win game three, and game. And then you look at we we lose game. We lose game four and lose game five. Kobe had twenty five straight points. All the points going from from the third to the fourth. And then in that game, actually in game three, I hit two threes. So I come out. I hit two threes, but I took like one more shot. Mm-hmm. So that series, I actually I was twenty nine years old. I was in my prime. I felt really good, but. I was playing with amazing players. So yeah. I, was like, I was more spotted up. I mean, I just mm-hmm. came off averaging 22 points yep. in the game in the season before in the playoffs. But I, I was ready. And with Kobe, you got to just stay ready. But you just never right. know. You got to yeah, stay ready you? and stay in mm-hmm. rhythm. And sometimes yeah. you're in rhythm, but you're missing everything. You, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't look like you're in rhythm. But mentally, you're in rhythm. The shots is just not falling. You saw the post-game uh, interview. He passed me the ball. Kobe passed me the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just remember that. That was amazing. Yeah. That, it you was know? crazy because it was such a – I mean, I knew I wanted to shoot a three. I wanted to go up six. I, I figured if I missed, worst thing they could do is tie it. And we could, mm-hmm. we could always go back up one, two, or three. So it was a risky shot, but I didn't, I didn't really care because I'm like, if we go up six, we got a better chance. Right. You know, to win. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's kind of how that worked out. How on uh, how much did he help influence your game? I I mean he he I think um, he pushed me because I knew like when I was in Indiana the year Detroit beat them we lost the Detroit game six mm-hmm. and that, that was the year we was you know we were potentially gonna play the, play the Lakers so that whole summer I was thinking about the Lakers and I came back averaging twenty four you know that was big for me for some people it's not but for me it is and um. You know, I was uh, I was thinking about Shaq that whole time. Shaq, Kobe, I was getting stronger, um, quicker, better. Cause I knew, like, going up against Shaq, I mean, I wasn't about to give up on the title. So, mm-hmm. but then you know, the brawl happened, and I, I, I never got a chance to play this. So I wish I would have been more disciplined. Go ahead, Manny. Well, I got my first question for Meta, which is. Um, very interesting one. What made you want to change your name from Ron Artest back to Metal Peace? And then when you moved to China, you changed it to Panda's Friend. Yeah, man. Um, well, Meta's Buddhist. Um, 
So I like I like Buddhism and I like all that stuff. Um, and I feel like as a human, you do what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like your parents, you come out the room and your parents name you. But sometimes we'd be like, okay, parents named us. And we just got to follow rules and stuff. You know what I mean? You, you hear me, do what you want. And then no, the pandas friend, my daughter loves pandas. Mm-hmm. So um, when I had my, my own brand, Metal World Peace, and then she loved pandas, I was like, I want to do a brand. Just do it together. So I said, yeah. I do a brand called The Pandas Friend. And then, um, and then that's when I got a call from China. It, was mm. it worked out like that. People thought I changed my name to The Pandas Friend because I was going to China. You know, that wasn't true, but it, it was a coincidence. And then I got picked, the team I got picked to, it was the city where you got to rent Pandas from because you, you can't own a panda anywhere but China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all the pandas like in San Diego, Zoo, all that stuff. You got to rent them for a million a year. I think it costs like a million dollars a year. And they come from Chin, uh, they come from Sichuan, Chengdu, which was the city that <laughs> I played basketball in. So then it was mm-hmm. just crazy in the back of my jersey. Except the pandas, friend. Pretty, pretty, pretty really crazy. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely, man. You know, that's crazy. And uh, yeah, man. And also, too, man, uh, besides the Kobe rival, what other rivals that you had in your NBA career that was most physical? I think my favorite rivals that I had, I like the Matt Harpering rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it, was a, it was a real physical. It was more like MMA. Yeah. Which I really love. So suspended the one year, then I left the next year. So I think I mean that would have been a hell of a to play against LeBron four times a year. That would have been really cool. But so mm-hmm. that, that that never came to light. And then uh, let me see. Um, the Paul Pierce was I played against Paul in the playoffs. They beat us one year in the playoffs. We swept them one year in the playoffs. I beat Paul twice in the playoffs. So that's pretty cool. That's a definitely a rival. That's probably thank you. One of my main thank you for that, though. Thank you for that, because I don't like. I didn't like Paul Pierce. We'd always be talking against no, the Lakers. But him. thank you for that. Thank you, though. Facts. Doing that. Facts. Put Paul from California. Paul loves you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but against he he ruined my 2008 man. Same. Yeah, he that, killed y'all. Yeah, that's when you came in the the locker room to try to go go to the Lakers that year. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead, JT. You have a, a couple more questions because he has to yeah. get to his uh, basketball game before we get up on out here. Yeah, Meta. Um, how can you compare the stress that we go through every day to the stress of an NBA player during the NBA Finals? Um, I mean, I think – well, the body's really smart. So it can read what type of stress you have. Mm-hmm. Going to the Finals, you're stressed, but you're getting a check. <laughs> You're getting a big ass check, right? So you're not that stressed, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can still be stressed. It's, it's still like it can still be pressure because sometimes uh, money don't take pressure away. I've seen people, right. you know, make tons of cash and can't finish buckets because something's going on, right? So um, I think the mind just reads it as the mind probably just reads it as like just stress, you know, okay, versus. Okay you know, anything else. So it's probably the same. Probably feels the same. Okay. Okay. Then I have a comment too. I want to end it with a comment. Um, how does it feel to be able to walk into any store, any car lot and say, I want that like to afford to have anything you want? 
Yeah. Well, sometimes you can do saying I mean, as I said, as a young kid, yeah, you always dream of stuff, and then when you get older, it's like, oh, wow, you could actually get some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. Um, what was what was your what's your all time favorite memory of Kobe Bryant? Yeah. Uh, my all time favorite memory. I mean, I think I mean there's a lot a lot of them. That's a lot, but if I could pick one, I would say um, twenty five straight points. <laughs> he had all the points. I remember he had a quarter, yeah. he had a quarter worth of points, going from the third quarter to. The fourth quarter, mm-hmm. um, in game five, like, I thought that was incredible. I remember being in the finals, and I was like watching him, and I, I was playing the game, but I, I was watching him like a fan. And I said, then I had to snap out of. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like he's he's really super. And I remember thinking like, yo, I'm like, oh, but he, he this is magic. Like this is magic. I didn't say, how do you do it? How do you score twenty five? How, how how do you score twenty five straight points in the finals for your team? Like no one mm-hmm. else scores. I don't think people <laughs> understand that when I say straight. Some people think that he had twenty straight. No, he had everything. <laughs> yeah, most definitely crazy. You he know? scored a quarter worth of points. Yeah. No, Kobe's my favorite so, player, player of all time. Of all time. Same here. Yeah, but man, you yeah, have one yeah. more question for Mattis before yes, we get I out do. of here. How did it and feel? Ja- to- and, big, and big baby, we gotta do yeah. this again too because I was driving. Almost definitely. I gotta be. I want to be sitting yeah. down. And you gotta come on my live too, yo. Come on my live. I will. Just look, big baby Jonathan underscore. You'll find me in there. Underscore. All right, man. Uh, For Big Baby Jonathan, JT, Manny, and Aaron, thank you, Meta. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, man. It was an honor.